podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone, welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. It's been a while since we did a Jenny team selection, but yeah. we're back. But Jenny, Red Arrow, and it's been a, it was a weird week for you, if you can remember back to two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually can't remember that well, um, but yeah, I am on a Red. Um, the Reds, I think I was around 10, I was 10k and now I'm like, what, 14, 15. So That's right, yep. It's not, it, it's a bit, it's actually a huge red. Um, look, I I look back and it, it was a week, I should have used my free hit, but we, it's very easy to say that now, right? Um, and I think there'll be a lot of managers in my boat that think maybe the free hit was to play, but look, we only know that because those that were on free hit had Son and Kane, not one of them, that was big gains. And that those that were on a free hit had had 11 men play those that weren't on a free hit pretty much didn't i ended up with five i thought i was going to have a good eight because i thought i was going to have kilman i thought i was going to have ramsdale and i thought i was going to have rafinha so bit of a shame but i scraped through and it could have been worse it could have been worse i i don't know i think like best case scenario on a free hit was what like 70 points and you probably had one of the worst or poorer case sort of non-free hit teams getting around 40 that we'll talk about in a second to be fair i mean some people had it worse some people probably only had about two or three yep. two or three players I've, I've seen some you know 20 pointers and stuff um i don't know i, I think i think it's it, it's all right you only went down a little bit um, i wanted a gray arrow i wanted a gray so i'm not too disheartened with a red knowing i, I wasn't i was never hopeful for love a green I went, up, I went up one place jenny did you <laughs> i went up one place i how, nearly how got the green players? arrow how many players uh, did you get? Because obviously you would have had an eleven, but I'm guessing you maybe missed out on one or two from injuries. Yeah, I I I, I think I had ten. I had Rams, yeah. no goalkeeper. Okay. Um, Huang came off the bench and, and got me a point. I think everyone else sort of played, but it wasn't wasn't exactly a, a big week for me. I think I got about fifty something. So yeah. again, not not a huge amount more on what you got, but with, with more players anyway. Um, all right, we'll talk about that in more detail. We'll talk about your team going into game week 31. We've got a double yeah. game week. Talk about if you can call it that. <laughs> it is. It is a double game. Yeah, it sounds like. weird saying that. It does. Uh, so I'll be interested to know all the Everton and Burnley players that you're going to be uh, bringing mm-hmm. to your side. Uh, before we do that, I just want to talk about Fantasy Five, who are partnered with uh, Fantasy Scout uh, this year. If you've listened to Jenny regularly, uh, you know we touch on this uh, this game a fair bit. It's a free to play game. You can play kind of alongside FPL. Uh, great prizes to be won. They're giving away things like PS Fives, Apple Watches, uh, all this kind of stuff. Essentially, all you do is you log in uh, to Fantasy Five using the link below. You you go look at the five games and you pick a player from each of the five games who you think will outscore uh, their fantasy point target. If they all do that, then you win £10,000, which will be split between you and any other winners. Uh, and there was uh, a couple of winners of this uh, the other week. Um, it sounds really easy. It's not that easy to do, as Jenny and I know, because we try every week. Uh, we haven't won the 10 grand yet. Um, but even if you don't win, there's uh, monthly prizes, uh, seasonal prizes to be won. Uh, you can set up mini leagues with your friends. Um, all the links to this are in the kind of description uh, below. So if you're interested, uh, take a look and play. Why not? It's free and you can win 10,000. And we're going to win it one week, Jenny. We, we were are. close. We were close. We, I think we got three out of five a few yeah. weeks ago. We did. Yeah. We did come close a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. I, look, there's still there's still long enough of the season left to, to have a big one. 
<laughs> Absolutely. And if you're interested in that, stick around to the end of, uh, end of this video because Jen and I will be picking our selection and you can see how the game works if you haven't done so um, before. Uh, so that's Fantasy V and you can see the logos on the screen now. And as I said, there's descriptions um, and links in uh, below this video too. Um, right, let's talk about Game Week 30. Then uh, we've touched on it a little bit already. Uh, basically got 43 points. Um, you had one, two, three, four. You had what, five players play in the end? Yeah. One, two, three, five. Four, five. I thought I was getting eight, but I got five. Yeah, I thought you were getting eight. Um, obviously, you didn't have Ramsdale, didn't play. Kilman didn't play, which was you know typical of, of him to lose his place in that game. Uh, Rafina didn't play. Um, as well, and then you had sort of Havertz, Veghorst, Broyer, Cancelo, Trent, Salah, lots of guys um, who you know who, who didn't have a game anyway. So you were relying on a bit of a, a misfit bunch. Uh, you were relying on um, Amate, uh, Doherty, uh, Kulisevsky, uh, Saka, and Kane. My transfer so, in was Amate as well, and I, we joked, didn't we? I said, "Oh, this week has it's going to be a really boring transfer. I'm going to bring in a budget defender that has a fixture." I think I was selling Luca Dean. Mm. Um, who again was meant to be one of my doublers um, yep. and, and or one of those playing in the blank and of course was out <laughs> injured so Dean went and we joked about Ben White being the world's most boring transfer and I was gonna I was it was gonna be white or no one and then I just thought it will be Ben White and sure he might get a clean sheet this week but the bookies odds were saying Leicester were more likely to get a clean sheet um, I already have Ramsdale and I just thought I can save the 0.7 and this is my fifth defender. Whoever I bring in will be on the bench. So even if it's Ben White, he'll probably spend most of the season on my bench, regrettably, because he's good. So I just thought if it's going to be for a bench spot, let's go Amate. So I did it and yeah, two points. He was on a, he was on seven points. He was on for bonus and a clean sheet at 84 minutes. Oh, you checked. Gutted. You never oh, checked. I, I was checking that bonus every time. <laughs> it's yeah. always disappointing. Yeah, I've, I've got him as well. I mean, what, what do you think make of him going forward? Because he's... He's playing well, and he you know every, every every match report I read, you know he, he's had a good game. It's yeah. just there was Evans back on the bench, Fafana came back in, in the Europa mm -hmm. League. You know Vestergaard's knocking around, Justin's there. He can play in sort of multiple yeah. positions. Do, do you think he keep, he keeps his, his spot in the side? I mean, there's it's going to be rotation, right? Because there's Europe as well. But for me, it comes down to that. Like look, mm. Fafana and Justin, no, sorry, Fafana and Evans. We know if they play a back four, Fafana and Evans are one hundred percent Brendan Rodgers' first two centre backs, but They've been injured for a very long time. They've got a huge amount of fixtures. They're not going to be playing every minute because they're just not ready in the fear of, of reoccurrence of injuries. So whilst they might play the PSV games, I still expect Marty to get plenty of Premier League minutes. What we do know from the fit centre-backs, if we say fit over the last couple of months, you've got Vestergaard, Soyonshu, and Amati. Well, Amati is head and shoulders above Vestergaard, not literally, and no one is. <laughs> um, but he's also, he's clear of Soyonshu as Leicester's fit first choice centre-back in the pecking order he's 100% above Soanchu now Justin's great and can play back three centre-back and maybe they move to that but that only benefits Amati anyway if they do play a back three so I think I'll get I don't know let's say they've got what nine ten Premier League games left I think Amati might start five of them and I'm happy with that maybe six or seven yeah I, yeah I guess it's more of a problem for me because I've got the bench boost ah, okay left. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at that Leicester double, for example, and thinking, oh, that's a good mm. bench boost opportunity. And yeah. he, I might get one game out of, him, one. Yeah. out of those, out of those if, if I'm kind of lucky. So, yeah, I, don't, I, have a, I have a few regrets about about that. But I nearly went for Luke Thomas, who looks 
like he's out of the picture completely now with, with yeah. you know with players. So you know Castagna's come back and, and Justin's there as well. Justin's um, so good that we just don't he know is. where he's going to play. Like we know from last season, he played full back in a four, wing back in a five, centre back in a five, like left and right. So whoever's the weak link, whether that's Thomas one week or I don't know, he comes in for Amati another. We will see that because he will get in that. He is, will get lots of minutes. Yeah, I don't think you can buy any of the lesser defenders, can you, really? It's the, that's yeah. why we're seeing a bit of a shift towards Schmeichel, for example, especially with Ramsdale sort of, you know, being, being yellow flagged. Um, would you make a Schmeichel? Would you, would yeah. you go there? I don't mind it. That double in 33, mm. I tweeted the other day, it's part of four games in 10 days. Three of those four games are away. One of those away trips is to Holland. From those four games, I know one of them is Europe, then three Premier League. I think the only Leicester player we can absolutely say plays all four of them is Casper Schmeichel. Yeah. So if you want if you want a doubler that you're secured minutes of game week 33, you look at Schmeichel and you think, yeah, save points. I mean, they'll probably concede to Newcastle and Everton, both away trips. Um, but I don't mind Schmeichel. He's cheap as well. He's like 4.7, 4.8. I don't ever remember yeah, Schmeichel eight, that cheap. He was always yeah. more, wasn't he? He was always a 5 million plus keeper. Yeah. But Leicester were a better defence. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Um, I mean, you had the two main guys in your in your team. You had Saka and Kane. I'd, I'd say if you had Saka and Kane, you were, you know, I know you got a red, but it wasn't a kind of a disaster week. If you didn't have one of those um, or Son, they were kind of the, the you know, the, the kind of highly owned sort of big scorers. Um, bit disappointed by Kulusevski and, and Doherty. Four points between them. A little them. bit, because I thought Spurs looked quite good at the back against West Ham, but the Doherty clean sheet went from a set-piece. Shock. West Ham scored a set-piece, Spurs conceded from one. But other than the set-piece, I don't think there was too many big chances. I mean, you you were at the game, as, but um, a little disappointing with Doherty, because we've all brought him in at the same time, and we haven't had those attacking returns that we thought we were going to get yet. Kudazeski, I don't mind. Like, he's massively overachieved for a long time. Um he was due a blank. Like we've been, Kuzeski owners have been very fortunate. Um, he had a tidy enough game. The points will still come for him. We did see evidence of, of course, if money is no issue, Son is head and shoulders there, and Son is playing as like a number nine, right? Kuzeski's a bit wider, a little bit deeper. Um, but look, still incredible value. I'm holding him. Yeah, I mean, do you think Son sort of put himself back on the? on the shopping list now at all? Do you think, you know, people that are holding him, for example, would, would almost certainly be looking to move him on for Kane or move him down to Kulusevski? But, you know, it's funny how, how quickly things can change in one week, yeah. isn't it? Because suddenly Son gets a brace, Kulu blanks, and now everyone's like, oh, wow, maybe Son is back and I should be holding him. He's a lot yeah. of money, though. He is a lot of money, but I still think if you own him, there's no way you're selling him now. I don't, th- I don't think you're swapping him for Kane if you own him now. But at the same time, no one that owns Kane is going to sacrifice Kane to get accommodate Son. So you you stick with what you've got, very likely. And that if you're in the market to, to upgrade your midfield and you can afford Kane and Son, you do it. But look, I don't. I haven't seen one good team with both because you then where's Salah, where's Trent, where's Cancelo? You can't yeah. have them all. I got rid of Cancelo on the wild card, and he's my biggest fear. I think going forward. Uh, like that City defense, that City oh. defense for the running. They're going to keep that. They, nine, they're going to keep like oh, I don't know off the top of my head how many games. Have they got nine games left or eight games left? They'll keep seven clean sheets, <laughs> and he'll get don't loads of attacking that. returns. That's don't so good at the back. Just, no one shoots against City because they can't get the ball. The, the shots City face are so low. Like the XG against them, so good. 
It's surprising. I mean, I know they don't concede many goals, but it's surprising that they concede as many goals as they do, given that teams <laughs> have, have so few chances. I mean, if you look at their underlying numbers, they're like, I think it's like 150 minutes or something per XG, and Liverpool's next with like 112, something, something like that. You know, there's, there's a big chasm between them, and, and they're both, you know, such such amazing defences. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, last player here, uh, I just want to mention, you know, it seems like we mentioned him every stream, uh, but Rafina missing out. Mm-hmm. Again, just to underline the frustration, really, of owning him. I mean, it was it was if you can cast your mind back, it was ridiculous because the there were some rumours that we didn't. I don't think we were anything on the Friday, and then Saturday morning, uh, I think we had you know there was a few rumours saying he had he had COVID, and then those rumours changed and it was like oh no he's with the team and on the bus like, oh, oh phew he's on the bus it's fine and then a lot of people were like oh no he's not on the bus he's he's, he's not there um yeah i mean what, what do you do with him going forward is he someone that you're looking to keep i just love how we try and check the credibility of these accounts that we've never heard of before so it's like the guy that said he was on the bus was like oh he's got three thousand followers and all of his tweets have been quite legit but obviously he's not <laughs> a big big account and so it's like i love that I love how we go through that. And look, rightly so. I was sweating on that and was saw that tweet and thought, okay, he's probably all right. But what I would say about the new look Leeds team, are they as attacking as under Bielsa? Maybe not, but they still look like they're going to score every week, which mm. I like. And Rafinha still looks like he's going to be involved every week. So he hit the woodwork twice the week before that. I like the Southampton fixture. I love the Watford fixture. And then he blanks in 33. That might be the week I sell him. But for the next two, I'm holding. I don't know if he went away with Brazil, Rafinha. I'm guessing he didn't. Um, I'm not sure. sure. I'll, I'll I'll be checking that out. And obviously, press conference news will be key. But those next two games, yeah, he's he's sticking. And again, I always like Leeds at Ellen Road. And he's got Southampton at home. I think that's a nice fixture. Let me see if he went away with Brazil. Yeah. My, he has been getting called didn't. up and scoring goals even when he has been called up. But I haven't seen anything about him playing for Brazil, which makes me think he wasn't called up. Uh, no, he didn't go off with with uh, with Brazil. Mm, that's probably a good thing. Like as, as long as he's fine and been training, we like that. Because when Rafinha is away on international duty, like a lot of the South American guys, we often worry about that long flight. We often worry about being in England enough hours before the game and there are often doubts going into that first game week back so this way as long as he's been training we'd probably fancy him to start tell you who did get called up though um give me okay give me a clue <laughs> uh my favorite player uh your favorite player brazilian mm-hmm. um i don't bobby Firmino. Fabinho, <laughs> who's your favourite player? There's no, Brighton, there's no Brighton Brazilians. No, there's no Brighton Brazilians. Also, Firmino being my favourite player was a hell of a, a hell of a guess. Martinelli. Come oh, on. of course, Gabriel Martinelli. Fair play because he's yeah. so young. I don't know how many senior caps he's got, but it, one. It, has he got one? Okay. Fair play. I I, I'm, I'm acting like I know off. all this. I only know this because I've got the Wikipedia page open at the moment, <laughs> looking looking at it. So, yeah, before before people think I'm some sort of Brazilian football expert, uh, which I don't think I'm in any danger of um, being. Tim Vickery, your heart out. Um, yeah, <laughs> Gabriel Martinelli, I put in my wildcard draft the other day. I just did a fun wildcard draft for the FPL show last week. Um, fortunately, we won't have to do that tomorrow, as because we did that last week. Um, and. Um, and yeah, he's 5.3 million. Mm. Martinelli, it's like, yeah, no. Arsenal have got good fixtures, loads to play for. He will be starting if he's fit. Um, I think Saka and Martinelli, we were both in my draft. I was like, just go double Arsenal attack. Yeah. So you've got the wild card left then? 
No, I haven't. I was just putting one together. If you were if you were using a wild card this week, which a lot are, but again, if you've still got your wild card, and guys will be watching this a lot with their wild card, there's a big argument to use it now, but also a massive argument to wait till mm. 34. Yeah. What um what chips have you got left? I've got two free hits as. Two free hits. Exciting. Two free hits and no idea when I'm playing them. No, I've got one and no idea when to play it. So I can't I, imagine having two. <laughs> honestly, with two, it's almost like you would expect it has to be an absolute gimme that he's using it in 33 and 36. I do not like those 33 fixtures. I'm Unless I see loads from Man United, there's no, I don't like the free hit. I'm not free hitting to bring in Leicester assets that won't play both games and Newcastle assets and drop loads of brilliant, brilliant yeah. single game week players. Like, if I free hit, I will want Kane, I will want Salah, I'll probably want Cancelo, and then I'm looking at my team going, I've got all those three guys. Is it worth free hitting just so I can get Bruno and Ronaldo? I can get Sancho anyway. I might captain Sancho for a bit of fun that week. I'm not sure. Look, if I see loads from Man United in the next two games, maybe I go there and I go triple United attack because they've been really good for a fortnight. But unless I see that, I'm not even considering it, which makes me go... Possibly 34-36. Again, I'm waiting to see if we get any doubles in 34. But City do have Watford. And whenever I use my free hits, I like to target City. Um, or I go 36, and you'll like this one, has 36 and 38. Final day of the season from the As School of Thought, which didn't work for you. No. Nope. <laughs> <But, laughs> uh, honestly, though, I, I talk, it's one of my like worst FPL memories, that, that free hit. But it wasn't... It wasn't because mm. like it couldn't have worked. It's just because I got in the wrong players, yeah. and I made a couple of last-minute moves on the free hit, and you know, in the end, it it cost me a place in the top ten k. But you know, realistically, the free hit—if you get in the right players, you will get a better score than if you didn't. Like that's that's just kind of you know how it is any any week. So I don't I don't hate the idea of it. Um, it's an exciting end to the season as well. Especially There's with some nice the, fixtures. Yeah, there is. Yeah, I, 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 I don't mind it. I think if you can, I, w- I think I would rather. Let's we'll come on to your team now. I think if you could get a team out for thirty-three, I feel the same about thirty-three as it about this week, as about the last double game week. In the sense that True. I just don't see enough potential for it. The only thing is, you talk about bringing in Sancho. At least you could bring in someone like Sancho and not have to get rid of him next week when you realise that United have, you know. <laughs> failed to score against Norwich and got battered by Liverpool or something. And, he got, yeah, and, and, then you're, and then we're doing one of these streams and you've got Sancho and you're just like crying into your coffee about <laughs> having Sancho in your, in your side. Um, let's have a look how you're set up uh, going yeah. forward then. So we talk about game week 31. We talk about game week 33 a bit as well. Uh, I think you're, you're in good nick. Your team looks, looks good. Um, Ramsdale in goal. Uh, you've got Cancelo, Trent and Doherty. Uh, you've got Salah captain, Havertz, Saka, Rafina, Kulazewski, uh, you've got Veghorst and Kane up front. You've got 2.5 million in the bank. One free transfer. On your bench, you've got Foster, Brogia, Kilman, and Amate. I mean, you've got all the you've got a good team here, right? You've got Veghorst. I know he's not like the greatest underlying stats and points performers ever, but like people are looking to, to move for a Burnley player, given they've got all these doubles coming up. Him you've got Hab- Yep, exactly. Get all those sweet, sweet O's. Uh, you've got Havertz uh, already. So you've got your Chelsea player for their, their great run. And you've got, you know, what I think is the best one um, as well. Uh, you've got Cancelo still. You didn't get rid of him. You've got Salah in place. You've got Kane. You've got to look at this team and think you're going to, you know, have a, have a decent end to the season, really. I do love my team at the minute. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm looking at it going, I don't even like, 
even for that game week 33, it's well set, which is why I'm not looking at the free hit. So I do feel like I'm in as good a place as I've been this season, which is quite mm. nice because it's not it's not been an easy season by any stretch. And uh, like all managers, I've had my fair share of heartache earlier in the season, but uh, I, I've got one free transfer and I've got 2.5 million in the bank. So I'm loaded as well. I can't um, believe you've got 2.5 million in the bank with this team. Yeah, I've got I've got some good pack cash here. So I don't know. I, I think that if Trent's out, I can sell Kilman and maybe I could sell Kilman to Reese James, for example. Mm. But again, I don't know if I want to go James just yet. Um, and again, like Kilman is someone that I, I want to sell. He doesn't have the best fixtures, not a huge amount to play for. And he's missed two of the last three games. I'm not sure if he's been dropped or if it's just his parents are from Ukraine and he's had a lot of minutes. I don't know. But there's it's too risky to hold him. So at some point, Kilman will have to go. So I could buy a Burnley defender because they have a nice double in, a good enough double in 33. Although I don't love them for 31. But they've got their own loads of fixtures. So I could keep it cheap and go Roberts or Taylor, 4.4, 4.5, whatever they are. Or I could go Kilman to Reese. I can't go tr- Kilman to Robbo. I'm point one short. You, can you? You could do Kilman to Reese. Yeah, Kilman to bloody hell, What an upgrade that is. Kilman that is to Reese James. Upgrade. Yeah, and then and if Trent doesn't play, which I don't think he will, we don't know yet. Then yeah, even if Reese doesn't play, I still have Amati coming, which isn't the end of the world. I think Amati probably plays that United game. I have to say, Jenny, I'm impressed with how it's how it's come around. I look I look at this team and I think there is no weakness there. The the only, I mean, you've got like, I wild carded like two weeks ago, and you've got a better team than I've than I've got. For come example, on. I know. yeah, but I'd, I'd swap in a heartbeat, mate. Can I have your ranking your team, please? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I think the only player really that that you haven't got that I would I would fear is is Robertson. Yeah. Um. Other than that. There's, there's not really anyone. I mean, if you if you're thinking about players that you want, you, that people should be getting in, sort of going forward as, as maybe a bit kind of differential options. You, you've got Havertz in there, who's who's not highly owned. Um, you could maybe look at like you know we've talked about Foden multiple times on this and De Bruyne and you know the City players. You mentioned them getting you know seven clean sheets in nine. Yeah. I think they'll they'll get eight wins out of nine as well. Yeah. It, you know they're they're it was a, it was a draw against Palace in the last game, but I think. You know, we're, we're going to see them now just relentlessly marching on to that that title, and I think it's all going to be decided by that by that game against Liverpool um, in, in a couple of weeks, which which is really exciting. But yeah, I look at this team, I think, yeah, it looks great. Um, what about the... another option? I could go Kilman to the port because yeah. for those clean sheets, if I want something safer than Reese James, and then I've got that, that City attack. I will want Foden back, of course. Gianni will always own Foden. Like Havertz, I'm thinking will go to Sancho in 33. And as much as I love Havertz, I think he'll become a rotation risk around 33 if Chelsea continue in Europe. And remember, they've got two games against Real Madrid, either side of, I think, that Arsenal fixture in 33. That Arsenal fixture in 33, I think, is a Lukaku game. I think Havertz could even miss that. So I think I'll sell him to Sancho. And then off the back of that, double sell Sancho to Foden for City's good fixtures. That's kind of my loose plan without being too set, is using that, that price midfield role if I, if I do, however, keep Kilman to, to a cheap defender, I could turn Rafinha or Kulusevski into that role of Sancho or that role mm. of Foden and keep Havertz if I think he's going to play every game. I mean, you've only got three doublers, right, for 33 here. You've got Ramsdale, Saka and Veghorst. No one else Possibly, has a double. Uh, oh, Abroya. 
and Amati, but I don't, Broly. I don't think Amati will play both, and Broly perhaps will. So yeah, yeah Bro Broly, Broly, I forgot about him on the bench. Okay, well, the next call, two call, transfers call will almost certainly be doublers. So whether yeah. that this week, if it, unless it's Reese James, but after that it will be. If not, it will be a Burnley defender this week who doubles, or it will be rolling the transfer to then bringing two doublers next week. So if you've got seven doublers for thirty-three without a hit, or say eight with a hit, that yeah. would stop you from doing the free hit. Definitely. Even if even if I only go six and I buy Reese James now, but no, I'd still then buy two doublers. So yeah, I will have seven, and yeah, that's absolutely fine for yeah, me. Even if that's... I had six, I'd consider because there's so many good single game week fixtures: Spurs, City, Liverpool. That's what I'm looking at as well. Seven seven to eight for me with, with a hit, um, and then I'll save my one free hit for probably 36 or 37 i'm waiting for that city double as soon as city get oh double. exactly mate my free hits like i've said about using my free hits the big turn off in 33 is i want to use my free hits to go triple city or double city attack and whenever that will be if that's in 34 against watford in a single game week and i go maris and foden or kdb in 36 or 37 i just want to have fun with city because no one's got city attack no, really exactly and i can go for two or three of them yeah that's exactly what free hit. as well yeah, that's exactly my thoughts. And as we know, free hits for City midfielders works out really well. Yeah, poor Mahrez. They were unlucky. No, they were. <laughs> it's your um, What about the double this week then? So you, we talked about Burnley a little bit. Um, you've got Veghorst in place. You've mentioned maybe getting a defender. I guess you've got Pope there as well. Other than that, it's pretty poor. I mean, Dwight McNeil's had a really poor season. Corne hasn't done anything you know, since he's got back from AFCON. Um, so I think you're, you're limited to probably Pope and Veghorst, maybe a, a me or a Roberts, but not exactly the most exciting. What about Everton? Any interest in Everton? Loads of games coming up, but I mean, unceremoniously dumped out of the FA Cup, you know, 4-0 to Palace and then Frank talking like a, I don't know, like a 12-year-old FIFA player saying, oh, all the goals were rubbish. You couldn't even score a good goal against me. It's game stupid. Yeah. All that. So that's my impression of Frank Lampard. Thank you. <laughs> Any interest in, in the likes of Gordon, mm. Calvert-Lewin, Pickford? Look, if your team can accommodate that 4.5 mid and you need one, then Gordon's still the standout, uh, alongside Ramsey, of course. But other than that, you look at Everton attack, and obviously Gordon 4.5, they're expensive. You've got to pay 7.5 for Richardson, 7.7 for DCL. You know, even... Even the likes of Gray and Decore, who at the start of the season were really good, I look at them now in the team, and especially how Everton are playing and the amount of goals they're scoring. These guys are no, they're 4.5 assets, right? So mm. it, there's no value there for Everton other than Gordon. And even in goal, I can't tell you that Pickford's 100% going to start every game. He was dropped not long long ago for one game of Begovic, who did all right, and then he came back in. But I just... Pickford's always a game away from being dropped at the moment, I think. So even in goal, you could look at it and go, oh, maybe I could get some save points in the double. But from for me, Burnley are more attractive than Everton this week. And Pope is probably the standout. Pope and Veghorst are more attractive than any Everton player other than Gordon, maybe. But if Ramsdale is injured, I might even make that transfer of Ramsdale to Pope because mm. I don't want Foster against Liverpool. And I think Pope can still clock up some decent points because I don't mind goalkeepers with tough double fixtures because they get the same points and look Pope's owed so many fixtures I wouldn't mind going there so would you go Pope over Schmeichel I think so yeah okay interesting yeah I think I would yeah, yeah interesting. Um, because I've got the money I think I would if money was really tight I'd it'd be a it'd be a serious question but look let's say Schmeichel and Pope are both the same price I'd be going Pope 
No disrespect to Burnley fans, but would you have thought at the start of the season you'd be saying at this stage that Burnley have more options than Everton? I know, right? It's just it shows they really have uh, they really have fallen down quite quite away, haven't they? Um, I just think it's a shame to be using transfers for Everton players, given how poor they've been. When we've got City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, and Chelsea, all with good fixtures, something to play for. Yeah. And you know, and 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 playing for top sides, and when I, when I think about bringing in the likes of Calvert Lewin or Gordon, yeah. or someone, I mean Gordon's. I think Gordon out of both teams is the one player that I think you can justify a move for because it frees up funds for, yeah. for 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 other things to happen. But other than that, I I don't know. I don't think any other place is something that I'd be I'd be doing unless, like you say, Ramsdale is out and you need a new goalkeeper, and then I think Pope then comes into them to the reckoning. But, yeah, I do. I do think Burnley will keep plenty of clean sheets still. Like this is Sean Dyche. The fixtures at Turf Moor. Like Burnley still have to play Everton, Norwich. They've got Watford. They've got Southampton. They've got Newcastle. These games are very sort of one nil Burnley wins for me, yeah. or nil nils even. Yeah, yeah, I can't argue with that. Um, Salah captain. Any? I think so. Yeah. Any any desire to change that? That's I mean, pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> It, it does. It, it's Salah at home against Uncle Roy. Like for me, you go there um, as long as he's fit, of course. I'm sure he's fine. Um, Newcastle is a nice fixture for Spurs because it's at, at, at the old white or the new White Hart Lane or the Spurs Stadium. I don't know what it's called. Tottenham um, Hotspur Stadium. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Okay. Look, so there will be a few that that give it to to Kane for a bit of fun, or even Havertz versus Brentford would be really fun. But not many have got him. But I'll be going Salah. What could go wrong, Captain Havertz over Seller? I know, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, uh, it still hurts. So, yeah, I mean, there, there are loads of nice captaincy options this week. Um, you know, even Cancelo versus Burnley, you could argue as an option. Definitely the Spurs players, mm. arguably a Havertz, but that Salah's will, will continue to be the standout, and rightly so. There will be some really rogue managers that, that think going big horse captaincy over Salah's a, a really good shout just because of two games but really is it two games or is it Everton plus appearance points versus City yeah and knowing they course it's appearance points in both, both <laughs> can't, can't play us every week we've got like 14 points yeah I think the, the only player that I think could could maybe rival Salah this week would, would be De Bruyne if, if you had him you know if you'd had got had that differential option in him just given how City perform against Burnley yeah, Burnley's tactics Burnley's tactics just do not work against Man City and they always get absolutely battered. So going into that game with no City players at all is is a is a concern for me. And, you know, you've got Cancelo, which he basically operates as an attacker a lot of the time. You've, you've got to be confident he's going to get some returns. Definitely. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm never confident with any defender ever going, you're going to get a clean sheet because it's just so dangerous. You could have, you could concede 0.2 XG and still concede mm. a goal, right? So, even your Liverpool and City defenders, I, I never say I'm confident I'm going to get a clean sheet. But you look at some defenders and go, you really do want attacking returns. And Cancelo against Burnley is just a dream fixture because no, City just love having fun against Burnley. And as long as they score an early goal, they'll be they'll score four or five yeah. if they score an early goal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that's it. Any other anything else you want to talk about? No, all good. I mean, yeah, my transfer plans, as I've said, like very loose, very fluid. It could be Pope out, it could be Kilman out, or it could be rolling. Um, but at the moment, I want that transfer. I want to know what I'm doing in 33 when I make that transfer. Because 
going for a Burnley player might just appeal if I'm not free hitting, for example, with yeah. 33 for an extra doubler. I, th- I think if Ramsdale's fit, you you save. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he's been so good. Also, going without Ramsdale is quite scary because he's so well owned as well. Like he is not only very good, but you know if he delivers, you lose out. Yeah, and I I, I think he'll be all right. I, I think he was almost he he was there, wasn't he? He went with the Arsenal squad, didn't he? Yeah, he game. was pictured on the bus, wasn't he? Yeah, on the bus. Yeah, on the bus. But he, he wasn't he wasn't in the squad, but he he was around. So yeah, I don't know. I get the sense that he, he's probably going to be fine. Yeah, uh, me anyway. Too. Um, okay, let's talk Fantasy Five then. Uh, before we head off, let's pick our team that's definitely going to win £10,000. Um, the first game is Leeds United versus Southampton. Well, Bamford's out again, we think. Yeah. Uh, so he's, he's not an option for us up front, but up front we've got Broya and Rodrigo or Che Adams. They're all at 6 5. Um, in midfield, Rafina 8 5. Dan James, 7 5. Harrison, 6 5, which I don't mm. mind uh, too much. And then for Southampton, you've got uh, Wal Prowse at 7.5. He's probably the one. And then all the defenders priced at 6.5 or higher. Uh, what do you reckon? I think Rafinha at 8.5 is too much. I like Harrison at 6.5. I'm just looking at Harrison's numbers now. And I was going to say, when Harrison scores points, he scores points big. And this season, he's had, he's had, a, a, yeah, He's had loads of blanks and then he's had an eight, a 20 and a nine. All the others have been go. blanks. But when he does score, he scores big. We just need over 6.5. He's going to get his 20, I reckon. Let's do it. It's, it that's good value as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the strike, I think the Southampton strikers at 6.5 aren't too bad. Leeds have improved, but you always sense they could, you know. I mean, they, they, don't, they already conceded a load of goals to Wolves before Wolves got that red card. Um, but we'll go for we'll go for old Jack Harrison. Um, it's the... Uh, Midlands Derby next Wolves versus Villa uh, no Jimenez he's got a red card uh, so you're looking at well for Wolves who are they going to play up front uh, they've got Huang and, and Silva there at 6-5 uh, Villa have got Watkins and Ings looking at sort of the midfields you've got Coutinho 7-5 uh, Ramsey 7-5 as well Pedence Neto all 7-5 so all of these have got quite high uh, targets really and then in defence, everyone at 6-5. Really tough to predict this. I don't think this is going to be a goal fest. No, I don't. I don't think this will be a goal fest at all. It's a really tough one. Do you go for a defender with a bit of upside? I'd probably back Villa over Wolves. I yeah, I think probably Cash or 8 Nori. One of those two would probably be the one to go for. 6-5, hope for a clean sheet and attack in return. I'd go Cash, I think. Let's I'm go Cash. Let's, Let's go, go Cash. cash. Yeah, I'd love to have said Coutinho, but I'm with you. Like, I can't see it being a goal fest. No, seven five is quite high. He's a goal analyst. I mean, you got to think with him in there, he's not going to have that kind of out ball. Yeah, so they might be a bit more pressed in, but I can't see Wolves conceding three goals in, in a game like that to, to Villa. Um, United Leicester next interesting game. Ronaldo nine five, uh, Fernandez ten five, Sancho eight five. These are very very high prices uh the united tax is real yeah the united tax is real i mean we've seen we have seen ronaldo at six five before i guess the price i mean leicester's defense has been poor um leicester players i mean you've got barnes at six five madison at seven five. Oh, i don't mind barnes at six five you know i think barnes are at six that's a goal i mean united are going to concede in that football match surely i think i think a goal for barnes and two appearances yeah. i guess him seven yeah yeah Let's do that. I, th- I think I think Leicester score, and yeah. you wouldn't, you know, Barnes involved. I can see that. I think so. I mean, if you're looking at defence, all the defenders are six five or, or over. 
um, except for Soil Jew, <laughs> who's 5'5". Five five. Uh, so just needs a clean sheet, but I can't see Leicester giving a clean sheet, to be honest. I think you've got to go for Barnes in that. I think that's that's probably yeah. the easiest one um, to pick. Uh, West Ham, Everton. Quite evenly matched here, which is surprising. They're not good away from home, are they? Frank's boys, they're shocking away from home. You've got, you've got to pick a West Ham player here, surely. They're not, they're not even that highly priced. I mean, Antonio's the same price as Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin. Um, I mean, Ben Rama's 8-5. Uh, Fornal, 7-5. Is Bowen Sujet back for this five. one? Is Bowen likely to be back? I think he might be. Well, it's I think he, he, he was rumoured that, that this would be the, the game he's back for. Yeah, he's 7-5. So if he is back, I think he's probably the obvious choice. I mean, the Everton players are priced around the same. Gordon, 7-5. Gray, 7-5. Mm. Like, I'd rather have Ben Rama than, than Gordon, I think, in this. Yeah, um, me too. I don't mind that. Eight, eight, I mean, West Ham could, could win that. Yeah. Probably. I'll put I Ben Rama in, but yeah. we'll, we'll swap into Bowen if he's if he's fit. If he's fit. You can change late, can't you? Yeah, and I think we, we ignore the defence. Uh, and then the final game is Spurs v Newcastle. Highest priced player isn't Harry Kane. It's Son. Hyunming's Son, yeah, at 10-5. Mm. Uh, Harry Kane's 9-5. Uh, Kulosevsky's 8-5. So all quite highly Ooh. priced. So Ryan Frazier, 5-5. Five, five. Oh, same as his FPL price, I think. Um, I mean, that's cheap. Willock's 5-5 five, five as well. But, I mean, they've got... I mean, they've priced Newcastle like a, a really poor team, but I, I fancy Newcastle to get a goal. They are. Spurs. They, Spurs teams concede against everyone. Do you think Spurs score big against Newcastle to justify Kane at 9-5, or do we go Fraser at 5-5? Five, five? Ooh. I actually think... I actually think Kane... Will has has got a great chance, but saying that, <laughs> I think the sensible pick would be to go Fraser. Well, five five isn't just an assist, right? Five five would because that'd be three and two, so that'd be five. So he needs a goal. He needs a goal or two assists. Yeah, I, think, I don't I, think they score two though, do they? No, nah, I think we go Kane. I think nine yeah. five is is achievable for Kane. On pens as well. Oh, we man. haven't had many pens recently. Yeah, Doherty's eight five, regular on seven five. I think they're not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. we can't bank on the Spurs clean sheet ever. Great, that's our team then. We've got Harrison, Cash, Barnes, Ben Rama, and Kane. Not a bad five a side team, that. A bad, it's not a bad five a side team, <laughs> is it? Yeah. I mean, usually it's like fifty percent of our team are absolutely rubbish. I reckon uh, Ben Rahm would be an awesome five-a-side oh, like, yeah. teammate. <laughs> he's made for that, isn't he? He's just, made for that. He just destroy everyone uh, yeah. that he played. Um, excellent, Jenny. Awesome, as always. Good to be back doing these videos with you. No more breaks now until the end of yeah. the season. So we'll be on these every week. Um, but yeah, your team's looking great. So I expect you to be very full of smiles as, a, as we go forward. I hope so, mate. It doesn't feel like there's too much that can sting me this week, which is nice. Nice Ooh, feeling to have. I know. Well, that's... Robo, Robo Patrick incoming. Yeah, hope, fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Mm. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everyone, for watching and listening, and we will see you soon. See you later.